The following episode can be viewed on the YouTube channel Bernie or Bust Television. All right, now that brings me to a new article that I just wrote, Bernie or Bust or Bust. One of the chief challenges faced by the Bernie or Bust movement is similar to the challenge faced by the modern monetary theory crowd. Even though the concept of Bernie or Bust seems simple on its face, the devil is in the details. Most people seem unable slash unwilling to fully digest and understand all of the details. The Bernie or Bust movement has focused on leveraging the preferences of two main types of U.S. voters who, regardless of their party affiliation, might vote for a Democratic candidate in a presidential primary election, and who are stubborn, desperate enough not to vote for a corporatist Democrat in presidential general elections. The first type of voter described below is a subset of the second type. So the first type is white, mostly voters in the Rust Belt, and these voters are admittedly somewhat racist, sexist, and typically not college-educated, whose opinions matter because the electoral college system allows them to have more influence than coastal elitists want them to have. That's one category. Second category is disenfranchised working-class voters of all races slash classes who see both U.S. political parties as oligarchic slash corrupt and prioritize economic justice for themselves and for others, and who are not afraid to use solidarity, say, with in the form of unions or, or protests to achieve their goals. Both of these groups have a grubby populist flavor, and sadly, neither of these groups is as likely to vote in the primaries as they are to vote in the general election, which is one reason why electoral leverage, and even more importantly, getting the word out about that leverage, will be necessary in the foreseeable future for them to succeed in electing their preferred candidates. Because primary voters constitute roughly half the number of general election voters, and because their demographics are significantly different from general election voters, and I got this information from Ryan Grimm of The Intercept, the Bernie or Bust movement seeks to use the preferences of the aforementioned groups to bring awareness to those who typically vote in the primaries. Regarding the unpalatable truth, and we don't lie about it, it is truth, that they cannot simply choose the primary candidates they most favor if those candidates will not pass muster with the far larger group who will not support their candidates in the general election unless those candidates have a populist economic agenda. Not to mention a populist social agenda. One of the less attractive qualities of Democrats who vote in the primaries is that they tend to be, quote, liberals, of the type that Phil Oaks skewers in his song, Love Me, I'm a Liberal. Liberals of this ilk are selfish, but in a cloaked way, when it comes to both economic and social justice. This is what Phil says at the beginning of the song when he, when he performed it live. An outspoken group on many subjects, 10 degrees to the left of center in good times, 10 degrees to the right of center if it affects them personally. These voters are willing to vote for candidates who support gay marriage, but simultaneously support segregated schools. Their preferred candidates typically are more elitist, I have a plan for that, I have a white paper for that, than populist, 
We need to develop and then insist on enforcing an economic social system that works for everyone. That's populist. They tend to favor candidates who are either born at the top of the socioeconomic ladder or who have climbed it based on merit and hard work. They favor candidates who are in possession of a good resume and good elitist references. They also favor candidates who will grease the wheels of government in ways that favor large publicly owned corporations because they want their pensions and other market indexed holdings to rise in value. Because of this, the DNC party bosses, whose demographics and favored political candidates match this group, have developed a primary election system that makes it difficult for the types of candidates that the above-mentioned grubby populist working-class voters favor to receive the Democratic nomination, which is another reason going forward for why leverage will be necessary for those who wish to insist on electing populist candidates. For the purposes of the Bernie or Bust movement, we find it advantageous to lump together all constituencies of the multiracial working-class bloc who probably slash absolutely won't vote for a corporatist neoliberal candidate in the general election, no matter who, with intellectual leftists, but not sheepdogs, I linked to an article about sheepdogs there, who somewhat serve as spiritual leaders of this group, but who are vastly outnumbered by them. Then we make the case that the affluent-slash-educated, mostly coastal elitists who typically choose the Democratic nominee those who identify slash signal with the true left culturally, but are more conservative fiscally, they must consider that they will not be allowed to choose a neoliberal corporatist Democratic nominee and expect that nominee to win in the general election. Unless and until the time comes when these two groups form their own separate political parties, they will need to come to some sort of understanding. The Democratic Party is at a crossroads. Democratic-leaning voters will either form a party of the people or they will continue to have a party that has, over at least the last 70 years, served as the party of oligarchic cronyism. And liberals, quote, liberals, will need to face the fact that unless they unite with the grubby populists who will insist on electing true progressives at all levels of government, they will continue to lose. Postscript. Even though many Hillary supporters and other liberals favor the abolition of the Electoral College, the Democratic Party is much more likely to become a party of the people if the Electoral College remains. I don't know if we should tell them that. If the liberals, Phil Oaks-style liberals, succeed in this regard, it will be a blow against populism. Get on board the Bernie bus train. Preceding episode can be viewed on the YouTube channel Bernie or Bust Television.